0: Welcome to the Martech
1: Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And today we're going to discuss tactics and strategies that brands can turn to during an economic downturn. Joining us is Linda Fineras, who is the CEO and a strategist at the Millennium Agency, which is a nationally recognized top women led B2B branding, positioning, and digital marketing firm that knows how to create value that emotionally influences your customer's buying decision, which gives you a competitive advantage. Yesterday, Linda and I talked about why you shouldn't stop marketing during a recession. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about brand positioning in an economic downturn. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Linda Finaris, the CEO and a strategist at Millennium Agency. Linda, welcome back to the
2: MarTech Podcast. Thank you, Benjamin. Great to be here.
1: Always good to have you back on the show. Excited to continue our conversation. We talked about how when the times get tough, the tough get going. You don't cut your marketing spend. You don't fire your marketers. Look, we're preaching to the crowd here. This is an audience of marketers. Hey, everybody, you should get to keep your job when the economy collapses. (laughs) You're necessary. You have value. But you have to be a little bit more thoughtful with your marketing expenses, and sometimes you're trimming marketing and refocusing. But there is an opportunity during an economic downturn to basically place bets if you have the capital and buy cheaper inventory because there's less competition. But it's not just about getting access to the ad placements and the ad space. It's also how you talk to your consumers being an important component of marketing during a recession. Talk to me about your thoughts on brand positioning during an economic downturn.
2: So we've all been pretty busy over the last few years with some of the things that have been going on. And we've been having a lot of new mediums showing up as well, like TikTok is the new hot one. Obviously, some of these other ones have been around for a while, but we just keep adding to the list of different things that are out there to be able to advertise on. So the amount or the accumulation of different mediums, whether it's traditional media or digital media, social media, whatever the media is, is getting extremely cluttered. And having a unique selling proposition, in my opinion, is probably the most powerful thing a company can do to differentiate themselves. Because the last thing they want to do is just sound like the competitor next door or the company next door. And establishing that emotional connection with a strong USP can help differentiate them in the market. I think it's absolutely underestimated.
1: I think that there's a question about tone. Do you think about what your marketing is and how you reach out to consumers, I feel like there's a little bit of a dance here. And the first thing that comes to mind is when COVID first happened, everyone put their emails about how they're dealing with COVID or sympathies to their customers. And there was some sort of marketing message that brands felt like it was necessary and didn't really provide a lot of value. And then being there to help protect your customers during an economic downturn is some way that you can start to build brand equity. But I also feel like I've seen a lot of brands hiding behind an economic downturn. We can't respond to you as quickly because of COVID. There's a dry cleaning and laundry service that I use that does pickup and delivery, and they sent a text message saying, your order is on the way, but don't text us back at this number because we can't reply because of COVID hey, we've been dealing with this for three years, everybody, Right. you can find a way to send a text message without infecting the entire world. And it's probably a message that has been sitting there for two years now. That's just an automated response. But hiding behind the economic downturn obviously isn't something that's going to be useful. So talk to me about how you find the right tone, how you address what's happening with your customers, and how do you make sure that you're not using whatever the economic situation is as an excuse?
2: Yeah, and I do wanna make one quick point ahead of that is that I think people do underestimate the value of their existing customer, especially during an economic downturn because it gets a little trickier to go out and get new prospects during that time because a lot of people are just pausing and, and staying on hold or maybe not being as aggressive as they would have been beforehand. So making an effort and making sure you take care of your existing customers is very important and making sure that when you do talk about that tone, the customer technically should come first. And I think that every company has a tone or has a personality and defining that personality and making sure it resonates through your whole company and to your customer, I will say will help you build a certain brand identity where people do like to do business with you because you're consistent. Like for example, maybe you wanna get your dry cleaning delivered, or maybe let's say you got a nice little text message back be right there in 10 minutes or thank you very much or whatever the case may be. You know, let us know if you need anything else versus something like, don't text us back, please. I think we all realize that staffing is a big issue around this and I don't want to get off topic, but having a strong voice and having a strong unique selling proposition can really help differentiate you in times like this. It's really what separates one company from the other. A special thanks to our
1: presenting sponsor, Mutinex. So talk to me about differentiation when it comes to economic downturns. What are some of the ways that you can exhibit leadership, show that you are a different type of company and build equity with your customers and your prospects?
2: I think especially by developing a unique selling proposition, I'm not sure if everybody exactly knows what that is. In a simplistic term, it's basically a marketing statement that differentiates your company, your product, your brand from its competitors. And you might hear, oh, somebody might say, oh, we're the lowest cost or we're the highest quality or we're the most experienced and all these things. But what you don't want to do is just sound like everybody else. Like we have the lowest price or we have the best service. Well, everybody says that. You really need to find out, like, how are you different? And digging into one thing that you did say, Benjamin, is your personality or your company's personality can help you uncover what that USP might be. So- Let's say you're working with a company who tends to be like, they don't settle for the status quo, is a good example. Like they're always pushing for innovation. They're pushing for the next best thing. That is like the thread that runs through their company. Well, that's something you could build into a unique selling proposition. But not only would you say that, but you would say, how would that bring value or an emotional value to the end customer? And it's tying all that together in a statement that makes somebody say, wow. These guys just won't settle. I'm not going to get something that I would get from anybody else. It'll be totally unique or customized for me. And not only that, they're going to guarantee X, Y, Z. So there's got to be an emotional component to that.
1: You know, yesterday we talked about media buying and how that's an opportunity during an economic downturn. That if you're able to run an efficient business, if you're able to put some coins away when there is an economic downturn, you can actually invest more, get better bang for your buck because there is no competition. And I think that there's a similar component to that when it comes to branding and positioning during an economic downturn, that if you're investing your time, your effort, your energy into understanding who your customers are, into understanding the market, into understanding the pain point, when the underlying landscape changes you're going to be better positioned to understand what your customers are going through and to be able to create effective messaging around it. At the end of the day, it's about understanding your customers. And what you're doing is applying that knowledge to whatever the real world conditions are, whether it's blue ocean ahead of you and times are good, the wind is at your back, or whether it's facing a storm. If you understand where you're going, you're going to be able to navigate to get there efficiently. So to me, there's some parallels here to your media buying and that strategy and what you're doing on the brand and positioning side during an economic downturn as well.
2: That's a great point. And I think when I look at the two of those, if you look at just sort of brand strategy and an economic downturn, and you also look at building a brand position in the market, the two things you should do with both is be consistent. So you have to consistently be marketing to the targets that you have out there. You have to consistently be taking care of your customer and making sure that they know that they're number one in your book. And you have to consistently develop and use a specific USP so people know what you stand for and what you believe in. And that USP, as I had said earlier, has to be different. And in real simple terms, what both of those scenarios do for both brand marketing and brand positioning is it simply strengthens your brand. While others are not putting any emphasis on strengthening their brand, you are. And you're doing it by being consistent you're doing it by being different you're doing it by standing out in the crowd where others are again maybe not doing that
1: my takeaway from this conversation goes back to business fundamentals when times are good you should still be conservative just because you have extra money doesn't mean that you should spend it inefficiently because times aren't always good. Times change, conditions get rough. And when that happens, the better equipped you are, the more resources you have, the more that you've spent time investing and understanding who your customer is, the more you're going to be able to pivot, the more you're going to be able to have the resources to make the most out of difficult situations. So I guess what I'm saying is, hey, when times are good, remain conservative. And when they're bad, it actually might be time to get aggressive, which seems a little counterintuitive, but that's just the way the world works. Linda, I appreciate you coming on the show and talking to us a little bit about how to make it through tough times in an economic downturn.
2: Thank you, Benjamin. It's great to be here.
1: All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Linda Finaris, the CEO and strategist of Millennium Agency. If you'd like to get in touch with Linda, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is Linda Fanares, L-I-N-D-A-F-A-N-A-R-A-S, or you can visit her company's website, which is mill.agency, M-I-L-L.agency.